Blog Talk Radio. Good morning or afternoon, wherever you're joining us today, and welcome back to Being Rich with Andy and Carolyn. We're happy to have you joining us this week, and we're, we are ready to kick off your week with some food for thought to influence, motivate, and inspire you to becoming the best version of you and help you create the life you love living. For those of you who may, not, who may be joining us for the first time, my name is Andy Schindling. I'm the founder of the Complete Player Charity, a youth development nonprofit organization that develops and prepares all youth for success in the business world through our TCP Youth Empowerment Program. If you want to learn more about myself, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook at Andy Schindling. If you want to find out more about my charity, you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at TCP Charity and on Facebook and LinkedIn by searching for the Complete Player Charity. My co-host, Carolyn, why don't you take our time, take this time to introduce yourself. And hello, everyone. As you heard, my name is Carolyn, Carolyn R. Owens, and I'm the chairwoman and CEO of Infinity Coaching Incorporated. And we help you up-level your skills so you can up-level your income, your career, your life, or your business. And I help my clients with creating the life of their dreams. And I have to say, we have a lot of fun in the process. And so you can find out more about me on my website, which is infinitycoaching.net, or you can find me on social media. My primary platform is Twitter, so you can find me there at Carol R. Owens, or just, you know, search Infinity Coaching or search Carolyn R. Owens on Google, and you will find me, and you can connect with me there. So I'm excited to be here for this episode of Be Enriched. It's our second episode, and Andy, do you want to kind of mention what we talked about last time? Yes, sure. And I I do need to throw out the website for my charity, as I failed to do that. Um, That is at tcpcharity.org for those that want to check us out there. And uh, going to last week, so last week we introduced um, on Being Rich the topic of habits. And specifically, we, we talked about the habit loop. And for those that couldn't join us last week, the habit loop consists of a cue, a routine, and a reward. And this cue is generally driven or brought to our attention by a desire. Um, And last week, to give an example of that, I talked about how many of us try to snack during the workday when we're really not hungry and trying to identify what the cue is there could be different for everybody. But the example I gave was a lot of us get bored sitting at the computer all day, and uh, we try to find a a reward, which would be something to do or being able to complete something new. So that routine that we usually go to is to grab a snack, kind of take our attention away from work. And um, usually that doesn't create a good habit because we often – eat a little too much more than we need, but that's a kind of a good example of of the habit loop where the cue was boredom, our routine is to grab a snack, and our reward is to feel like we're actually doing something or accomplishing something at that time. Um, 
and staying within the workforce. Carolyn has a, a great, great information for us this week about the unconscious habits that we can have in the workforce. Carolyn, do you want to go ahead and, and give us this awesome information that we need? Yes, and for those who, if you missed last week, you can always check out the archive, the recording. If you just search on Being Rich with Andy and Carolyn, it will come up. You can check out where we're going and what we've been talking about in the series. And so we're continuing with our series about habits today. And I want you to kind of take a second and think about what a habit is. It's a behavior that we do over and over again that has some sort of hold over it. So it's something that we, we're doing over and over that becomes so natural to us, we don't even realize sometimes that we do these things. And our habits can be good and they can be bad. It really depends on what lens or what perspective you're looking at it from. But what you got to realize that is that other people are watching what we do and say, even in the workplace. So there are a lot of habits we have where it's um, the ways we behave in the workplace that are very unconscious to us. It's that natural behavior that we started doing over and over again. And some of these things that we do can keep us from getting that assignment or that promotion that we want. Our boss and our boss's boss, along with our coworkers, are always watching what we do. Even when you think people aren't looking, they're watching the way we respond to things, how we speak, how we interact, our behavior, and our attitudes at work. And a lot of the you know times when you hear people talking about the different behaviors and things that hold you back from getting that promotion or that assignment are often referred to a lot of the different things that women do in the workplace um, because there's still that, you know, there's a, a, a lot of women who don't take that step forward to be able to, you know, do the things they need to get promoted to move ahead. And it's not because they don't want to. A lot of times it's unconscious things that are ingrained in us that, you know, this is what you do in the environment, in the workplace. And so we adapt and have those natural habits and behaviors that we're doing. But some of these things now, you know, men do them as well that I'm going to mention. It's not just, you know, exclusive to women. And one of those things, for example, would be um, with meetings. So if you have a, you know, meeting that you're going to, women will tend to come into the room and go straight to seats against the wall. Oh, you know, they won't go take a seat at the table. Even when it's not reserved or there's not special seating, they'll naturally go, it's a habit, they're going to go to the back, or you know, of the seats or the rows, or they're going to take the seat around instead of taking that seat at the table. Even when there's no, you know, it's open, anybody can sit there, they'll naturally go to that, that side. They won't take the seat. And another example will be when it comes to um, birthdays, or holidays, and you think about who's bringing in the cakes and the foods and the cookies and stuff when it's always, you know, you know you've know, you got, you've baked something or you're bringing it in, you know, you see that this is what women are doing. They're the ones who are celebrating the birthdays and events by bringing in all the treats and stuff, and you get known for that. You know, you start getting known for those type of things, for taking the seats up against the wall as opposed to, who you truly are as that performer at work. So, Andy, have you seen any of 
examples that you know in the workplace where you can see people that have these habits that could be, you know, their supervisor, their boss, their peers are looking at them kind of differently with those types of behaviors? Well, that's, I mean, that's a really good question. I think, you know, my background is a little different um, and unique in the sense that most of my professional experience was in a clubhouse as a professional baseball player. Um, and there were certainly some habits that uh, players got into that um, were observed and noticed by our coaches and the, um, like the minor league coordinators and decision makers. So, you know, one habit, for instance, was what time you got there. You know, were were you a person that was habitually on time, meaning if we had to be there at 9 o'clock, you were there at 9 o'clock? Or were you somebody that who, who was habitually there 15, 20 minutes early? That way, once 9 o'clock hit, you were already ready to go, and you were able to get yourself stretched out a little and, and get your blood flowing and kind of prepare your body for the day. Um, so that was one example that I saw, and, and you know, and with – with the with with getting there early and preparing yourself, it, it really shows that you want to be there. And when I think about how that relates to the corporate world, you know, as the as a the founder of a nonprofit and the executive director, I want to see people that are going to show up early. I don't want to see people just showing in at nine o'clock looking half tired. You know, I want to see that you're here early. You're going to prepare your work for the day, and you're ready to go when you walk in the door. Um, that was that. Was, so that was certainly one habit that I noticed um, myself and others that that they would do. And you know, another habit I noticed that baseball players do, and a lot of other people may may think about it, or when they think about themselves, may find a habit they do in the workplace that they never do anywhere else. You know, in the baseball world, I knew guys that would dip tobacco. You know habitually at the baseball field, but as soon as the season was over, they wouldn't touch it again until they showed back up to the baseball field. So I imagine that there's a lot of us that once we show up to the workplace, we may have unconscious habits only at the workplace that we don't even have outside of the workplace. Um, So that's kind of, you know, my perspective on it from being in a different professional realm most of my career in life so far. And and those are two pretty um, good examples. You talk about, you know, the chewing tobacco, although we see that. We saw that a lot in the military, too, um, as well as that, you know, about being on time. If you're consistently that person who gets there right at, you know, the start of the day, 9 o'clock on the dot, you know, people are watching what you're doing. You know, another one I want to throw out there is um, when you are at work and you're leaving a voice message for somebody, have you ever seen where you had that habit of leaving those long voice messages that kind of trail on and on? Um, you see that a lot where just instead of getting, you know, straight to the point, the message goes on and on and on. But it's just you think you're like, yeah, i got to say all of this and give all that information. And where the person who's the receiver of the call is like, oh, God, here they go again. You know, and um, another one I'll give is uh, saying I'm sorry a lot where, you know, you're apologizing for things that you shouldn't be apologizing for, you know, in that conversation at work, because it shows 
um, that it, it oftentimes that you don't have that same confidence in yourself. There's some, some doubt, self-doubt there when it comes to your performance. So that's what I'm talking about. You know, it's not just, you know, it's the, the things you're doing, but also the things we're saying. You know, it could be habits there as well. So you can think about those um, as well. And I can, there's so many examples I can give you. Um, this is actually something I talk a lot about uh, in presentations. There's one I do on our behaviors in the workplace. So there's so many, but it's, you know, I want you to start thinking about it. You know, imagine what you're doing. And, the t- you know, are you doing some of the things that we've been talking about? And if you are, or some of those things that, you know, people are looking and going, huh, are they really confident in their work? Do they deserve their promotion? Do they deserve to have this harder, more challenging assignment? You know, what type of impression are you leaving on people? How are they perceiving you? These habits and things that you develop unconsciously just becomes a natural behavior can prohibit you from getting ahead in the workplace. But you can create a better habit by changing your behavior. And in the next couple of weeks, we're going to get more into that, getting into the root causes of why we do some of the things we do. And then how do you begin to change this behavior? But right now, we just want you for today, for this week, to start taking a look at your work environment and the things that you're doing and the things that you're saying. And don't feel like you've got to just all of a sudden start addressing every single thing today and this week. Because if you do, it's going to be so overwhelming, and you're really not going to take those steps forward that you need to. So spend this week kind of raising your self-awareness and thinking, what are those habits that I have in the workplace that could be prohibiting me from getting ahead, getting to that next step? Andy, did you want to make any more comments before we close out this morning? Uh, just one brief one, but I think that uh, that's a great start for for our listeners is not to take them all on at once. Just start with one. Um, you know, my my advice, you know, would be if you're trying to advance and you're trying to get to somebody's position, why don't you study their habits? Pick one or two of their habits that you don't have or that you struggle with and see how you can adopt that. Maybe ask them, you know, how did they start that habit? What do they do to stay in that habit? Um, but I would look at those who you're trying to be like or be in that same position of and really learn and try to figure out their habits and how you can adopt those. That's awesome, definitely. But just make sure you adapt the good habits and not the bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, but thank you we do- for your time this week. Um, Carolyn, I love the insight. Is there anything else that you want to add? No, I just look, we will be back again next Monday, same time, uh, continuing our discussion on habits, you know, taking it to the next step. And I hope that this has been helpful. If you guys have any questions or ideas or you want to shoot, you know, either one of us an email, you can email me at coens at infinitycoaching.net. Or if you go to my website, there's a contact form there. You can just fill it out, infinitycoaching.net. And, Andy, if they want to kind of follow with you, what's a good email address where they can get in touch with you? Yeah, great email is andy.schindling, S-C-H-I-N-D-L-I-N-G, 86 
at gmail.com. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here with us. We'll be again, as I said, next Monday, 8.30. And we, um, remember, you, we want you to be enriched, and we want you to be inspired. And have an awesome, blessed week. Thank you so much. Thank you all. Have a blessed week. Keep grinding and keep growing. (laughs) See ya.